Hey boss, welcome to the Productive Boss Podcast, where your host, Miss Unconventional, helps you conquer your chaos, guarantee your goals, and become a productive boss without sacrificing your self-care. Overwhelmed with your to-do list? Can't seem to follow one course until success? Kiera Osnowskis is here to help you reclaim your time, energy, attention, and sanity so you can get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons. The booked and busy culture is canceled, sis. We're profitable and productive over here. Get ready to boss up and design your best life. Permission to Pivot Granted, an unapologetic guide to changing your goddamn mind and life. Introduction. Do you remember when you were little and playtime often involved taking on the persona of someone or something else? Maybe you played house or put on plays or even loved video games and all of these activities require you to choose a character. My own childhood obsession was playing the ready to rumble boxing video game. There were multiple avatars to choose from with catchy names like Afro Thunder, Big Oily Johnson, and Selena Strike. But I was always a Lulu Valentine girl. For me, she represented sassiness, beauty, strength, fearlessness, and girl power. Although I resonated with her persona and could see myself embodying all those traits in the future, at the time I was nothing like that. In fact, I had extremely low self-esteem. I would look in the mirror and beg God to lighten my skin. I hated the kink of my hair and despised the gaps in my teeth. Can you imagine feeling such a low self-worth at an age when all you should be thinking about is who's going to be it in the next game of hide and seek? It was heartbreaking and I wouldn't wish that feeling on anyone. I think deep down, that's why I choose Lulu Valentine as my avatar in the Ready to Rumble video game. She represented a look, physique, confidence, and fierceness I longed for. Not to mention, she could whoop a man's ass. (laughs) There was something powerful about that. Although I, of course, do not condone violence towards men in real life. (laughs) Moving on. Little did I know at the time that real life is a lot like my old video game and that we do get to choose how we want to show up in life. Before we start the game, there's always a goal or agenda we must follow. Once we choose our avatar, we embark on a journey through the game to accomplish whatever our duty entails. As we navigate the game, we are forced to make decisions. Those decisions lead to specific outcomes, which determine what we do next, and it goes on and on until we reach the end. Sometimes we find that reaching the end actually unlocks the door to another level of the game. On that level, the stakes are higher, the environment is different, and we are faced with new challenges. If that's not the perfect metaphor for life, I don't know what is. In the game of life, you get to choose who you want to be, how you want to show up in the world, and what goals you wish to pursue. As you matriculate through life, circumstances inside and outside your control force you to make decisions about how you want to proceed. Think about it. It's the same in video games, right? Monsters, adversaries, and villains come at you from ang- from every angle. You're ducking and dodging bullets, 
bombs and beasts <laughs> while trying to mastermind your next move. If you die in the game, it's game over, but not really because you get to decide whether or not you want to go back in. When you do go back in, you simply pick up where you left off with the added knowledge about what not to do. Real life is literally just like that. When we live to fight another day, we approach that new day with a new perspective and list of lessons learned the hard way. Choose your avatar. In the world of pivoting, there are two types of characters you can choose from. Stagnant Stacy and Audacious Audrey. Stacy is stagnant because she rarely grants herself permission to pivot when it matters most. She'll stay in a career she hates because it's comfortable, easy, safe, and or respectable in the eyes of her peers and family. She'll pursue a specific educational field out of obligation to her parents or because of how society views that particular field. She'll remain in an unhealthy relationship that no longer serves her due to comfort, familiarity, fear of being alone, and lack of confidence that she can find someone better. On the other hand, there's Audrey, who lives her life audaciously because she always grants herself permission to pivot when the situation calls for it. If her career path is no longer serving her, she doesn't hesitate to reevaluate and pursue a different path. If her field of study no longer supports what she needs to know for the mission she's on, she feels no obligation to stick with it for the sake of sticking with it. The moment her relationships, platonic or intimate, stop serving her best interests, she's out like a thief in the night because she knows her worth, listens to her gut, and respects herself. I was stagnant, Stacy once, from 2011 to 2014 to be specific. I was pursuing a major I had lost interest in, but I felt married to it because I had already told people that's what I wanted to, that's what I was going to do. I also didn't want to feel the shame of graduating later than my expected graduation year. It is easy to see in retrospect that the shame was a figment of my imagination, but there I was thinking that people wouldn't respect me if I took, if it took me longer than the standard four years to graduate with my bachelor's degree. I was ashamed of remaining in the food and beverage industry post-graduation because that's not what I went to school for. And I didn't want the time I spent pursuing that degree to be in vain, although no one actually said it would be. So I got the first respectable job I could find, management trainee at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. It wasn't even in my field of study, but it had the word management in the title, so it seemed like a grown-up job to me. Well, needless to say, that didn't last very long, not to mention the whole thought process that led to that decision reeked of insecurity and baseless rationales. After that failed, I reverted back to what I knew, serving in the food and beverage industry. Why? Because it was safe, predictable, and comfortable, and I was flat foot broke. To top it all off, I was chasing a man who had all but spelled it out for me that he did not want me. I chased and chased. I sacrificed my dignity with every plea, but he made it crystal clear that he was not willing to work it out. It was a relationship that should have ended in the first year it started, but I dragged it on and off and on again for an extra four years because I thought he was the only man who'd ever accept me for who I was. I didn't think I'd ever be able to find anyone else like him. As toxic as the relationship was, I was addicted to the roller coaster of it all. Little did I know my desire for him was rooted in low self-worth. Yep, I was stagnant Stacy, all right. 
While all this may sound depressing, there is indeed a happy ending. As my girl Seeley from The Color Purple said, trouble don't last always. But before we get to that happy ending, I have to ask, can you relate? Or was I the only sister out here stagnant, stuck, and struggling? Asking for a friend over here. Anyway, without further ado, with which avatar do you identify the most at this time in your life? You can check all that apply. Here's Stagnant Stacy. She lacks self-awareness, lacks clarity on her purpose and passions, seeks outside approval and validation before making decisions or setting goals, fears the uncertainty of paths and stepping outside her comfort zone, feels paralyzed, unfulfilled, and dissatisfied with multiple aspects of her life, holds on to things, habits, goals, and people long after they've stopped serving her best interest. Audacious Audrey practices self-awareness daily, pursues her purpose and passions with urgency, seeks zero approval or outside validation for the decisions she makes regarding her lifestyle, embraces change, new adventures, and new opportunities, feels happy, fulfilled, and optimistic about the trajectory of her life, promptly abandons things, habits, goals, and people that no longer serve her best interests. I hope you identify with Audacious Audrey, but the unfortunate truth is that most people are more like Stagnant Stacy. Even if that's you right now, my goal is that by the end of this book, you'll be motivated, inspired, and armed with the knowledge and the actionable steps to channel your inner Audacious Audrey. Why? Because it's her characteristics, mindset, and behavior that you'll need to embody in order to grant yourself permission to pivot and change your goddamn mind. The good news is, like a 90s video game, you get to choose who you want to be. Can you guess who I chose? Now we can get to the happy ending. In my case, after a few years of trial and error, I began to invest in courses, mastermind groups, and personal development books that helped me build the business and life I have today. I discovered my purpose, built a business around it, and gave myself permission to pivot anytime the business model, products, or services no longer align with my mission or with the needs of my clients. I discovered my passions, the things that filled me up and brought me peace and happiness. I found a man I didn't have to beg to love me. Whew, I never knew how powerful love can be when it's reciprocated. I wish that kind of love for every woman out there. In this game of life, there are roadblocks, surprise challenges, and setbacks that arise when we at least expect it. These circumstances are not always within our control, but we can't always control how we respond and which characteristics we'll embody to combat these challenges. I've guided myself through a plethora of pivots, dozens even, by practicing self-awareness daily, pursuing my purpose and passions with urgency, seeking zero approval or outside validation for the decisions I make regarding my lifestyle, embracing change, new adventures, and new opportunities, feeling happy, fulfilled, and optimistic about the future, and promptly abandoning things, habits, goals, and people that no longer serve my best interests. Don't get it twisted though. I did not wake up like this. I worked hard to convert my stagnant Stacey energy to audacious Audrey energy. I had to take a long look in the mirror and decide whether I was going to let life happen to me or if I was going to happen to life. It was a journey and a process. Do you know what happened as a result of my decision to happen to life? I am now financially free, 
professionally fulfilled, happily married, and living my absolute best life. I chose to embody the traits of Audacious Audrey every single time I was faced with the pivotal moment. I chose to listen to her voice at the start of each new season of my life. I changed my goddamn mind more times than I can count, but there was a science to it. I wasn't just changing my mind because the path became too difficult or because I just got bored. After analyzing how I navigated through a series of pivots in my life, I reverse engineered the process and discovered that I was taking myself through what I now call the pivot protocol, five steps to pivoting like a pro. I felt compelled to share this with you with the world so that others can harness the life-changing magic of pivoting into their purpose. That is why you are reading this book. Isn't that exciting? So what the hell is a pivot? Inquiring minds want to know. There are many ways to define a pivot, but in this book, we'll be discussing it as a shift, reversal, or change in our direction, decision, or goal that is due to one of the following. A drastic change in circumstances, a drastic change in environment, an influx of new information that is in direct contradiction to old information, a drastic decline in enthusiasm for a direction, decision, or goal because the end result no longer aligns with the season one is in. Pivoting is an analytical process, not an event. As we navigate the seasons of life, we encounter numerous forks in the road. The road we choose to take should always align with who we are and what will serve our best interests. Each road will either challenge us to level up or tempt us to remain the same. So when I speak of granting yourself permission to pivot, one or more of the above conditions need to apply. This is not a book about changing your mind just because you don't feel like working hard anymore. Sorry, I will not be condoning quitting or giving up due to laziness or uncomfortable circumstances. So if you're here hoping that I'll be making you feel better about breaking your promises to yourself and others for no good reason, you're going to be extremely disappointed. If that's not why you picked up this book, thank God, because that would have been awkward. Moving on. What we'll accomplish together. Here's a list of my main goals for the book. To adequately describe what the hell a pivot is and why I feel qualified to teach it, to teach you the pivot protocol, which is a five-step process I've used throughout my journey to make drastic changes in my life, to transparently reveal the potential pains of pivoting and major pivot pitfalls to avoid on your journey, to describe what pivoting like a pro looks like in 10 different areas of life, to highlight pro tips for pivoting and things to keep in mind as you open Pandora's box of possibilities when you choose to be Audacious Audrey. Listen, you get one life. Don't let someone else dictate how you live it. Don't be that person. Don't be that person who skims through the book and then claims the framework didn't work for you. Instead, be the kind of person who reads this book cover to cover, takes notes, answers the questions, and commits to taking action. Applied action is what ultimately yields results. That go-getter type is rare these days. But something tells me if you've read this far, you're the kind of person. Intentions, expectations. I wholeheartedly intend to deliver this message in a way that makes it life-changing, actionable, and inspiring for you. Allow this book to be your blueprint to making decisions for you, by you. Many of us simply don't do that enough. I'm here to change the negative narrative around putting yourself first. 
It's time for our decisions, goals, and desires to take their rightful place in our lives, right up front in the captain's seat. I expect that you'll receive this message with an open mind and heart. Ask yourself the hard questions. Do the work needed to make a significant difference in your life and take control of your destiny. Don't shy away from the discomfort or of change. It's likely what you need to catapult you into your best lifestyle design. A little discomfort never killed anyone. Last time I checked, at least. And as my husband always says, struggle builds character. Allow me to make things easy for you with a snapshot of how this book is laid out. First, we'll talk about the under-discussed and underrated yet arguably most important aspect of life, self-awareness. Beware. We're diving deep here. Trust me, you need this before we can discuss anything else. After that, we'll cover the anatomy of a pivot, including a more detailed explanation, common myths, and limiting beliefs. I leave no stone unturned, my friend. Then, I'll reveal my pivot protocol. This is what you came here for, and I plan to deliver the deets on a golden platter. Forget silver. What kind of book would this be if I didn't discuss the 10 most common types of pivots? Your girl is nothing if not thorough. Finally, we'll delve into my strategies and pivot practices so you can walk away feeling unapologetic about granting yourself permission to pivot in whichever area of life warrants it. Ready? Thanks for listening to the Productive Boss Podcast. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. Serious about conquering your chaos and guaranteeing your goals? Head over to theproductivebosspodcast.com for more information. If you really love Miss Unconventional, don't forget to rate, review, and connect with her on Instagram at The Productive Boss.